Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here with the Tutor Podcast, talking uncommon sense about how to start, grow, and love your tutoring, teaching, and coaching business. Now, I hope you're all having fun and that your tutoring business is thriving, particularly now as there appears to be absolute disarray in the mainstream sector with the shambles over exams. And that really proves my point that we are in the right business. The education system apparently is such a total mess. What with lockdown, the exam chaos and the the uncertainty over whether schools are going to be reopening and when, how it's going to operate. Uh, These unanswered questions and unresolved problems are, are just golden opportunities for us in the tutoring business. I don't think there's ever been a better situation in which to run a tutoring business. What do you think? I don't think there's ever been a situation quite as advantageous to us. So let's just set that aside uh, for a moment, because today I want to offer a few tips about handling the price objection. It's the moment when a potential student or, or a potential client says something along the lines of, You're expensive or tells you that they can get lessons for a lot less money from someplace else. Now, I had this happen again a few weeks ago. A prospective student in his 50s who's professionally successful and has been playing since his teens. Now, he told me during the course of our phone conversation that he's had several guitar teachers through the decades. But he's still stuck still frustrated and he's still not making the progress he wants and obviously in his 50s he's probably aware that the clock is ticking if he was in his 60s it would be ticking and chiming now as he was sharing his story with me over the phone he, he raised the issue of price and it was it was pretty in my face about it he said you're a lot more expensive than anybody else what makes you think you're worth more than anybody else So how do you handle that objection? Well, I think you should make your premium tuition rate a non-issue or better still, make it a selling point. Here's how I go about it. You always acknowledge the difference because it is true. You are more expensive than anybody else, aren't you? If it's not true, Ask yourself if you're setting your rates high enough to reflect the massive value you deliver to your students or your clients. And personally, I've got a few answers which seem to neutralize price as an objection. Um, Through all of them, I'm inviting them to consider their position as either a cheapskate or a person who recognizes quality and value. And as, as often the case, you might want to consider softening your questions by preceding them with a, 
almost like a, a buffer statement, I guess you'd call it, where before you ask them a confrontational question, you say something along the lines of, it's interesting that you mention that. And I'm always curious to learn what people think. So let me ask you, then I'll ask them the question. This stops me from sounding too confrontational and can even make it seem like objecting or even questioning your fee rates. It's a really odd thing to do. So you ask if price is really their major consideration. Uh, if it is, this might not be a good fit for you as a tutor. Because if their first interaction with them involves them trying to haggle you, they're probably not going to be a lot of fun to deal with going forward. So this might be a red flag, an indicator they're going to fail my DDWT, which is don't deal with tossers, rule. What you can do is if they are particularly reluctant to disregard the price issue, you can offer to redirect them to someone who operates at the bottom end of the market. Now, somebody said that to me, I'd probably argue that it's not about the money. What about you? So if they start talking about that, you can say, well, I might not be a good fit for you, but I can direct you to someone who operates at that end of the price range. You're almost giving them an invitation to argue that they should be allowed to work with you. So that, that's a very powerful idea for me. You can ask them a soft version of the, the basic question of, do you want the cheapest? Or are you just looking for the best results? Put the thing you want them to, to say at the back end of the question. So you might phrase that as, so I'm, I'm interested in what you really want. Are you just looking for cheap or are you looking for something that's going to give you incredible results in a short space of time? That's a good question. The third thing you can do is you simply agree with them. Always agree with them. Say, I agree. You can find people who are cheaper. And then just shut up. Whoever speaks first loses. Let them come to you. Yes, you can find people who are cheaper. The power of silence. Okay, number four, you can say, yes, you're absolutely right. You can have cheap or you can have good. And again, shut up and let them join the dots to the implication that they can have cheap or they can have good, but they ain't getting both, baby. Number five, say absolutely yes. There are lots of cheap options, and it's like everything else in life. When you buy on price, you always get pretty much exactly what you pay for, don't you? they will have bought crap in the past because it was cheap and been disappointed by it. Use the power of that negative experience to your advantage. And number six. Yes, absolutely. That's why I always display my rates on the website. 
because I'm not really interested in attracting and working with people who just want the cheapest. I'm much more concerned about delivering the best results for my students. Personally, I think that displaying your tuition rates on the website is a good thing because it will repel a lot of people who wouldn't be a good fit for you. And it also calibrates price points when people are talking to you for the first time. I want you to remember that being amongst the highest paid tutors is a good thing. It's a very good thing. Don't settle for less. Make sure you get paid what you're worth and don't haggle. Don't be haggled. The, the only time I ever give a discount is if I'm taking a big block booking. So if you do offer a block booking pay in advance option, use that to actually power up the price objection. Because if they're being driven by price, you can book them in for plenty like this. So I'm interested about the price and there is only one way you can pay less. Did you notice that you can grab a block discount for, for taking 20 lessons and paying in advance? You can do that right now and it'll lock in your discount for all of those sessions. How does that grab you? Now I'm actually closing him straight off the back of his own price objection. And here's my point, guys. If you're a great tutor, you should be getting well paid for your time and your expertise. Remember that being amongst the most expensive is usually thought to be the best. If you're very cheap, you'll be interpreted as being not very good. If you're in the middle of the going rate, then you'll be interpreted as being average. Guys, don't be average. Aspire to be exceptional. Remember that being expensive will automatically position you as being better than anybody whose rates are lower than yours. I mean, ask yourself this question. What do you aspire to? Say a Casio watch that costs 50 quid or a 10 grand Rolex? What would you rather have on your wrist? Now, the Casio will keep better time than the Rolex and he won't need those regular expensive servicings either. But I bet you still prefer the Rolex, don't you? You see, being at the top end of the price range is a good thing. It makes you a deluxe, premium or an exclusive service. And of course, it is your duty to yourself to get paid what you're worth. When you consistently add value to your student's life, they're going to be so glad they invested in you and they'll think that it is money well spent because it is. They're making an investment in themselves. So let me know how you got on, guys, and tell me what you think. Because I'm really curious about what you think. I know I don't have all the answers. I've just got some answers that have worked for me and keep working for me. And I've got an ocean of cock-ups and a mountain of mistakes behind me. So please get in touch via info at neilcamado.com or follow me on Twitter, where I am, at Tutor Podcast. If there's something you'd like to know about in the w world of tutoring, 
drop me an email. We could maybe do a session on that. So right now, go hit the subscribe button for the Tudor podcast and automatically get the latest updates as soon as they're live. Leave a nice review or leave me a crappy review. It doesn't make any difference. Tell me what you think. And as we wrap up for today, I'm going to invite you to join me next time on the Tudor podcast, where it's all about how to start, grow and love your tutoring business. And remember to go out there, make a difference and have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.